Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. Are you sick of traditional coleslaw? Why not try the apple pepper slaw from this week's episode? Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles, where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host and certified Ganger Marge, and I love helping cooks make safe and effective edibles at home. I'm so glad you're here, and thank you for joining me today. Friends, I am excited about sharing this week's recipe with you for reasons I'll get into in just a minute. But before we do, the cannabis quote of the week. When I was a kid, I inhaled frequently. That was the point. Yes, Barack Obama said that. I'm not exactly sure when. He may have still been in his presidency. And unlike some of his counterparts, he actually admits to inhaling. Kudos to him. Successful, highly educated people use pot too. So let's not forget that as we navigate a world where there's still quite a bit of stigma surrounding cannabis use. Barack Obama uses it. If he can use it, we can too, right? In any case, this week's recipe was generously supplied by Chef Brandon Allen. Now, he is a partner over at the Tricome Institute, and you're going to be hearing a bit more about him in the coming weeks. I have interviewed him for this podcast. It was an epic conversation that I'm really excited to share with you all when the time is appropriate. But he teaches an excellent course over at the Tricome Institute called Cooking with Cannabis. I'm personally making my way through the course, and I've been really impressed by the quality of the content and how much I've learned. And I feel like I'm an expert at this point. There is always more to learn, though. And as a lifelong student, I'm always looking for new opportunities to increase my education and increase my knowledge on things that I'm passionate about, like edibles. But I find the course has been really well done, very well put together. And if you're a cannabis chef in particular, this is going to be of interest to you because it really does highlight some of the key things you really need to consider if you're going to be serving cannabis as a culinary ingredient to guests in a more dining experience context. We're not talking about having some friends over for a meal that you're going to infuse. We're talking about having people pay to show up to have you dose them. And there's a lot of things to consider so that you do it safely and with the comfort of your guests in mind. So whether you are a cannabis chef or not, you can learn something from this course. And I'm really excited to have Chef Brandon on the show in the upcoming weeks. So we'll dive in into more of that when the time comes. But just know that this chef who has been cooking with cannabis for quite some time and is clearly very well versed on the subject is the one who shared this recipe with me. And I'll link to the Tricom Institute and the work that Chef Brandon is doing online. You can find him pretty easily on Instagram, TikTok, and you know all the social platforms. And he's always teaching people new things about culinary cannabis. And this apple pepper slaw is one such dish, dish that you're going to really want to make use of this summer. It's nice because it's, fa- it's a fantastic dish that's really quick to put together. And 
it's crisp, it's delicious, and it's refreshing. I've made it actually, like I said in the beginning, a couple of times already. And I think the first time I made it, I enjoyed it with barbecued hamburgers. And it was fantastic. But you could enjoy it with almost anything. Like you have your meat and a nice refreshing side. It's a wonderful, it would be wonderful for a, a lit summer picnic because it has that, the quickness and the ease of a light summer dish. The best thing is, is that it doesn't require that many ingredients. And as you all know, that is one of my favorite things about making a cannabis dish. I am busy. You're busy. We're all busy. We want something that's not going to take an hour of hands-on time to prepare. Especially if you are getting ready for like a barbecue or summer picnic, or you're bringing it as a potluck dish or something to that effect. You want something that you can throw together pretty quickly and have maximum taste as a result. So this particular recipe would definitely fit the bill. It only requires a few ingredients. What are those ingredients? Apples, not surprisingly. Peppers, also not surprisingly. Fresh herbs, olive oil, rice wine vinegar, and lemon zest. Now, he does call for a couple of different varieties of peppers in this recipe, or no, sorry, a couple of varieties of apples. I think it was a Granny Smith and a Gala apple. He does basically say, though, in the notes that you could use any type of variety for this recipe, but something that's a little tart paired with an apple that's a little bit sweeter makes a nice combination. And I would have to agree. I did get an Gala apple and a Granny Smith apple, and the tartness of the Granny Smith really does lend something to the overall flavor profile of this dish. Now, he also calls for 10 mini bell peppers that you're going to julienne along with the carrots. I'm not sure why they have to be mini bell peppers. They probably don't. If it's the regular peppers are just as, uh, if they're cost effective. I've made it with both actually. I did buy a bag of mini bell peppers. And then I also happen to have peppers on hand. So I used a large pepper as well. Either one works. Maybe sometimes the smaller ones are easy to chop up. I feel like sometimes you're picking out more seeds. So as far as ease or speed of putting this together, you could probably go either way. If you have peppers in your fridge, then just use what you have. But do bear in mind that if it's the mini bell peppers, I think it doesn't say here specifically, but the bag that I got was like red and yellow and orange peppers. And when I used a, a large pepper for this, I did use a red pepper, not green. Green, I feel would really change the profile of this dish in a way that was not intended by the author of said recipe. You're going to need, it says cilantro, parsley, or basil. Well, I ended up picking up the parsley because I was using it for another dish. And I find sometimes if I buy too many different herbs and then put them in my fridge, well, it doesn't usually end up well for them. I often end up having to compost it because I've forgotten about it. It's terrible, I know. So I thought, hey, if I use parsley for this dish and for another dish that I'm making, then I won't have to worry about it. Although I do feel like... This would have been fantastic with cilantro or basil. So I'm going to have to try it a third time, I think, with one of those two different herbs as I contemplate putting out some pots of herbs on my deck. Unfortunately, when I put things out on my deck, oftentimes the squirrels get to them before I do, the little bastards. So that is one reason why I kind of gave up on any kind of container gardening on my back deck because they would just dig into everything. They would get into everything. It was so annoying. I'm like, why? I mean, sometimes it's nice to have the squirrels in the backyard and the bunnies and all this stuff. But then when you watch them destroy your shit, you're like, okay, yeah, 
enough. I've tried tomatoes. I've tried strawberries. I've tried herbs and the squirrels just either dig in the pots and then kind of destroy, destroy the root structure, or they just eat the stuff that I'm trying to grow for myself. Could I put something in my backyard? Sure I could, but all the shade from the trees and again, the abundant wildlife keeps me from growing anything worthy of a dinner plate, except for weed. Somehow there is a small patch in my back garden that's perfect for growing just a small handful of cannabis plants. Unfortunately, I'm a little bit behind this year. The one that I, ones I'm going to be putting in the back garden, some of them didn't all germinate and they didn't all come up. And the ones that are are still pretty small. And here it is all what is it like mid June or something like that? And I are close to, and I don't have them outside yet. And I'm stressing out just a little bit because honestly, I have been doing micro grows. You can always ask me about that another time. If you have questions indoors, the micro grows are fantastic, but they don't always have a huge yield because they're micros. And so I do rely on a lot of the trim and shake and popcorn bud that I get from my outdoor grows to keep me in green. So I can make my edibles year round. I don't worry about so much as the the cannabis to smoke because I'm a lightweight when it comes to smoking anyway, but those edibles, man, I need I need the stuff to make the edibles. So we'll see what happens with this particular season. But I digress. I'm a little bit off topic now, aren't I? So you're going to use, you're going to have the two types of apples, one tart, one a little sweeter. You're going to have your peppers. You're going to pick out an herb that sounds nice and you're going to put all that stuff in a bowl once you've chopped it up as per the directions. And then you are going to mix your rice wine vinegar and your olive oil together. And of course you can make this an infused olive oil a partial ratio of olive oil, or you could always take some olive oil. If you're serving this in a, in a situation where not everybody wants to imbibe, you could always take some of your infused olive oil and just drizzle, drizzle it on the top of each particular dish that's going to be infused. And that's another way to handle it as well. And that way you can be a little more precise with your dosing too, instead of just putting it all one thing. You don't have to worry about dosing grandma or or something like that accidentally. So highly recommend that you consider doing that as well. And because it is an, an olive oil-based slaw, it's super easy to do that. No one's going to notice. You put everything, like I said, once you have the wet ingredients mixed, which is going to take you all of half a second, oh, sorry, maybe 15 seconds, you're going to drizzle it all over the top of the bowl or all over the ingredients in the bowl. You're going to give it a good stir and then you're going to cover it and let it sit for at least an hour because I think that's just going to allow the flavors to melt. You could probably serve it right away, but it's going to taste better if you let those flavors sort of melt a little bit all together. Now I would say, and he also notes that you're going to put it in the fridge for an hour before serving. So I can't even remember if I did that or not. Sometimes I find that makes the olive oil go a little funky, but it seems to work anyway. So the only caveat I would say is if you're going to make this, try and eat it all. I, it does, I did have a little bit of leftovers the first, the first couple of times, the only two times that I've made it. And as you can imagine, the apples do tend to turn brown, which doesn't necessarily make it unedible. It just, makes it visually unappealing. So try and use it all up when you make it. So if you're making it and you're like, maybe I should make a double batch, but you're not sure you're going to eat all in one sitting. Don't, don't do that. Cause yeah, 
But the great thing about this dish is, again, you can infuse it your way. It can lend itself to a whole bunch of different applications, whether you bring it on a potluck or in a picnic or as a crisp side for some grilled meats or whatever the case might be. There's lots of ways you can make this dish. And honestly, the hands-on time for this, the longest time it takes is just to julienne your vegetables and your apples. And beyond that, it's pretty simple. So we're talking like 10 minutes, and then you need the hour to let it sit and and allow the flavors to develop. But once you do that, you're done. That's what's so wonderful about this particular, this particular slaw. And it's healthy as well. So what's not to love? And hey, this is a dish for all you people out there who don't have the raging sweet tooth like I do, because we can't eat sweets all the time. Sometimes you need to switch it up a little bit. And this is one way to do it. And it's sort of a fun and easy way, just like the bite me the bite me way. The bite me way is the fun, easy way. I think that's what I'm trying to, that's what I'm trying to do here. So I hope you give this one a try. If you really enjoy this one and you have another edibles enthusiast in your life, would you consider, would you be against sending this episode to them because they might enjoy it and it helps to grow the show when people share like follow, do all that stuff. So it would really mean a lot to me. And of course, if you try this recipe out and you added a little something to it, you changed something up, you are just proud of how it turned out and how you dosed it, by all means, hit me up. Let me know. I love hearing from you. I love hearing from people who said, oh, this was so good. And here's how it turned out for me. Yes. Hearing from listeners is always a highlight of my day whenever it happens. So I hope you try this one out make it, love it, enjoy it. Let me know what you think. I'm thinking about next week's episode as well with a complimentary, a complimentary recipe that will go very nicely with this particular one as well. So stay tuned for that. We have Chef Brandon Allen coming up as a guest to look forward to as well. So lots of fun things happening as usual on on Bite Me, the show about edibles. And also as another note, I am going to be appearing as a guest on the Friendly Cannabis show. And I think that's going to be really fun. I was invited by Chad Westport. He is doing an episode on alternative uses for cannabis. I mean, most of the time when you think of cannabis, a lot of people think of smoking or or that kind of thing. And he has invited me and another fellow, a soap maker who uses cannabis as an ingredient to join him on the show. So that's going to be exciting. That comes up on June 18th, I believe at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, June 18th, 2022, if you're listening to this before then. So in any case, lots coming up, lots to look forward to, so many edibles to eat and enjoy, my friends. Am I right? How exciting is that? I mean, edibles, I was enjoying some edibles last night and I was kind of just snuggling there with my husband, Chris, and I was like, wow, cannabis makes me so happy. It really does. It doesn't really matter what's been going on in my day, what kind of bullshit I've had to navigate. And we all navigate bullshit every single day, don't we? And I just had this like little smile on my face. It's like my little, my little power secret against the bullshit of life. So I hope you're all able to use it in that way that most benefits you and helps support you during good and difficult days. And until next week, my friends, stay high.